At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. From KUNC and the NPR Network, this is In the NoCo, a daily slice of Northern Colorado news and happenings. It's Thursday, December 7th. I'm Erin O'Toole. Domi Edson moved to Colorado from Seattle, though not for the typical cliched reasons. She came for the jazz. I actually kind of purposely moved to Colorado because I had heard really good things about both the size and the quality of the jazz scene here. She says the local jazz world is uniquely defined by a sense of place and camaraderie. The Colorado vibe extends even into the music scene. It's just a very positive thing to be a part of, and the quality of the musicians is so high, I'm always able to find people who challenge me and find excellent musicians to work with. Edson is a bass player who heads her own jazz trio. And her latest project hits just right for this time of year. It's a collection of traditional Hanukkah songs reinterpreted in her signature jazz style. So with Hanukkah beginning tonight at sundown, she joined us to talk about the genesis of this project and what it's been like to bring it to life. Growing up, we always had like our Hanukkah playlist and uh, it was mostly, you know, more traditional or klezmer styles, which I loved, but I was always a little envious of how much quality like jazzy Christmas music was out there as just someone who liked jazz. And I always kind of struggled to find like the piano trio, you know, kind of like Vince Guaraldi and focusing on some of the more traditional songs that I was singing in Jewish school. So as a kid, I kind of wanted it to exist, but I couldn't find exactly what I was looking for. And then as I got older, eventually I was like, well, I'm just, I'm just gonna do it myself. I'm at a point in my musical development where I can find that balance between keeping the melodies really intact. Like if you know the original song, you would never question, oh yeah, of course, that's Banu Choshech Garesh. But then if you don't know it, that you would just be like, man, that's just like a, a cool jazz song. Um, to try to find that balance between the two. I really wanted the feelings of each song to kind of match what the lyrics are about. Um, so if a song is about like the cozy feeling you get lighting candles, well, I want the song to sound like that. Talk about the personal connection that you had with some of these pieces going back to childhood. Yeah, so there's not an incredibly large selection of Hanukkah songs. I There are more than eight. I have heard the selection is kind of limited. Yeah, so there's, there's not a lot out there, um, but I did sort of choose my eight personal favorites. I went to Jewish day school all the way up until high school. And so I'm grateful that I was, you know, taught a lot of these songs that are um, maybe lesser known even to the greater Jewish population, definitely the, the greater American population. And so part of my, my goal with this album was to both have some of the, the tried and true favorites that are well known, but also maybe bring some attention to some lesser known of the Hanukkah songs. Most of the songs are over a century old. Oh, wow. So truly traditional. Yeah. And the, the two newer ones were both written surrounding the creation of the state of Israel as um just like to try to create those cultural songs that were Israeli. So two of them are newer, 
Um, but like, for example, Ma'otsur was written in, I think, like the 12th or 13th century. A lot of them are really old. <laughs> the greatest hits of the past few centuries. Indeed. <laughs> Maybe this is like asking you to pick a favorite child, but do you have a favorite from a jazzy Hanukkah? I won't tell the other songs. Yeah, it's it's kind of close for me. Like, I think my favorite song before I um, jazzified them has always been Ma'otsur. It's written kind of in like the equivalent of old English, but in Hebrew. And but yeah, you know, just very poetic, very um, flowerly language. And so I wanted to slow the melody down to reimagine the way the harmony or the setting would be to just give it a little bit more of a in-depth feeling. So that one holds a special place in my heart, partially because it's always been one of my favorite songs just in its pure form. But then Banu Choshech Lagaresh, which is the, the funky tune on the track, um, the arrangement for that one just came out so awesome, like better than I heard it in my head when I got to hear my bandmates play it. So I think it's between those two for my favorite. It sounds a little daunting because I know these traditional songs have a lot of meaning for you and for so many other people. How did you approach kind of reinterpreting or reimagining these songs? With, with a lot of them, I, I started by just singing the melody and either at the piano or with like a little groove machine, think about, okay, well, this song is, is really fun and energetic. Oh, it sounds really good as a Latin song. Okay, let's do that one as Latin. Or this one, I wanna feel really like floaty and like someone's giving you a hug. What could that be? Kind of just trial and error until I, I kind of found the right balance. I wonder if you've heard from your parents or family members or friends um, about the music and what's been their reaction to it. Yeah, they've all really loved it. My mom's apparently just had it on repeat, <laughs> being like, oh man, I remember that one. And it's so cool to hear it totally different, but like, it's still the, the, like the same song. Yeah. And is this something people who aren't Jewish can get into? I think so. I also really wanted it to be an album where if you don't recognize a single song, you just think, man, this is a great jazz album. Um, and like my bandmates who are not Jewish, they really love playing all the songs and they're kind of sad that we're only going to, you know, be playing Hanukkah shows for a small section of the year, but every year, hopefully is mm -hmm. the goal. Even if you don't celebrate Hanukkah, I mean, I listen to Christmas jazz. Some of it's just really good music and I hope that it can go the other way. Do you have any plans for where people can see you and along the front range? Yeah, we're doing our formal album release show at the Muse Performance Space in Lafayette. Um, we're going to do it on the fourth night of Hanukkah, which is Sunday, December 10th at 7 p.m. It is a BYO menorah slash Hanukkah <laughs> event. Um, totally optional, but I will be leading some group candle lighting right at the beginning of the show since it will be during Hanukkah. That's so fun. With Hanukkah songs being a little bit less well-known, I think it's time for that to change. I've really enjoyed listening to A Jazzy Hanukkah. I think this 
this could be part of that catalyst. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the dream. Listen to Christmas music in the grocery store all day. Go home and can listen to some Hanukkah music, whether it's because you want to hear the music from your culture or just to hear something a little different. It's elegant. It's festive. I love a jazzy Hanukkah. Domi Itzen, thank you so much for talking with me today. Thank you so much for having me. We want to wish a Hach Sameach to everyone celebrating Hanukkah. A Jazzy Hanukkah is available at Domi Edson's website, domiedson.com, and however you listen to music. We'll have links to her work in our show notes and at KUNC.org. That's it for us today here on In the NoCo. We'll be back tomorrow with more of what's happening in Northern Colorado. Our interim producer is Mickey Capper. Robin Vincent is our executive producer. I'm your host, Aaron O'Toole. We'll see you next time.